All right, welcome back to another episode of Petty's Pod. We got another great uh, Premier League episode coming for you guys today. The official second episode of Weekly Prem Pods here on Petty's Pod. We got Combo coming on once again. Uh, great episode. We we start off the episode with a, a little ball and door controversy talk. In both of our opinions, actually, we agree. So stay tuned for that. It's really interesting. And then uh, we get into some Prem talk. So stay tuned in, stay locked in, and let's get straight into it. All right, welcome back to the second week of uh, consistent episodes here on Petty's Pod with Combo once again. Little prem, little prem, little ball and door wrap up this week. Yeah, it should be a good one, guys. Um, so yeah, starting off, obviously the biggest thing going on is the ball and door was this week. Uh, you know, speed was there. Do you have any <laughs> thoughts on that? I don't think that's great for speed. I think, I think that just shows you like how big he really is. Like, yeah, Bernardo it's actually Silva, Vinicius, Rodrigo, yeah. like, like they were all taking pictures with him. Like, like they know who he is. Like no, I know. Like, like, like their kids watch speed. I think it's I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever ever seen someone that, oh, like oh, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's different. Like like Erling Holland taking pictures with him. Like, like yeah, it's yeah. He, um, he's really big now. Is it, I thought that was just wild. I don't know yeah. why I brought that up, but I just thought it was yeah. wild. But uh, no, literally Messi wins, uh, Bondor, uh, Jude Bellion wins young player this season. Um, overall, it was good until Messi won Bondor, I think. You, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go first. Oh, no, no. This is initial thoughts. Here's my hot take. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. I'll build up to like the Ballandor stuff. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. The biggest thing I hate about the Ballandor is I hate how Fabrizio Romano, I think, like, obviously, we know he's the biggest, best sports reporter in the entire world, no matter what sport, especially yeah. when coming to soccer. Most of, I trust Fabrizio more than I trust the weather app. We all know this guy right. is rarely, yeah. rarely, rarely ever on, right? Yeah. I think him posting that Messi was going to win the Ballandor two days before the event ruins the whole point of the event. Because, like, at that point, like, the whole point of the Ballander, like, it's the most prestigious award in soccer. Yeah. Like, the whole point is you find out at the event. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like that kind of sucks, like, when, like, these, like, reporters, like, even, like, the NFL, MVP, all that. I, I hate when they, like, release the the winners before it. I don't know. That, 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 that's what, that's, what, I, my, that's I, my pet peeve when it comes to those, like, award shows. No, literally, I agree. And, and, and I was watching it. Like, I was, like, locked in watching it. And they brought up David Beckham to... <laughs> present the award and yeah. I texted my dad I was like what, what do we bring up the owner of Inter Miami to give the award to Holland yeah. it's no sense yeah. like he's the only reason Messi went there yeah. so I agree yeah that's 100% right um, in terms of like the awards and yeah. stuff though like, yeah but in terms of Messi winning the Ballon d'Or I think like do I like it no do I necessarily hate it no because like listen I understand he won the World Cup I mean he won like the biggest trophy right. in all sport. like I get it he was, a, he was a really like he was a very instrumental part of the team. He won it. That's it. But like, if you take away the World Cup, what did Messi do in the last calendar year? Yeah, I mean, the only question is, is like, can you like, from your perspective, can you argue the Bondor? Because there's people, there's oh, there's literally two sides I've seen. There's like, one I, side like I, you I, can't. I, I really believe that that Holland should have won. If you're talking about the Ballon, you're talking about the best player in the calendar year, right? That, that, yeah. Like that's not it's not just season. It's about the right, entire exactly. year. We're talking about a guy who won the Premier League, the Champions League. He won, I'm forgetting the last trip, the FA Cup, I think. Yeah. He, he did the treble. Uh, Premier League Golden Boot, Champions League Golden Boot, 
He won, won the club work like he literally won every trophy possible. Yeah, had a, had won every striker award possible. How is that not the best player? And in he, the he came into a team where he was like expected to do that, yeah, which it, is it, crazy. It, it, yeah. And like, he actually did. He, he he was expected to do all these things, and he even went above the expectations. Yeah. yeah, like I like I think like I get it. Like I think I think it's like when twenty twenty when we all knew Lewandowski should have won it, but they're like, no, we're not doing this year because of COVID. Like like he got robbed. Like, like I, I think Holland got robbed. I think it's I, I think it's crazy. I think uh, Holland definitely got robbed. I'm so I'm like the biggest Messi uh, hater. If you listen to my World Cup podcast, you'll know that. <laughs> but like, I just want to I just want to bring up bring up a couple stats here. So first of all, before I say this, Holland, I believe Holland should have won it. Like yeah, I'm not yeah, a Messi yeah, guy at all. But we're, we're we're agreeing on that. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. That. Um. So for me, 2010 World Cup year. Maradona heavily involved with Argentina, all this stuff. Argentina ended up playing five games that year and get embarrassed by Germany. Yeah. Messi, five games, zero goals, zero assists. Terrible World Cup. Yeah. 58 goals, 16 assists, a goal per every 75 that year for Barcelona and club and whatever. Wins a bunch of trophies, has an insane year. Wins the Ballon d'Or in 2010. Okay. Holland, over 10 Premier League goal-scoring records set. The stats that you brought up, the treble... Uh, all, all this stuff he wins Prem Golden Boot Champions League Golden Boot Prem Player of the Season Prem Young Player of the Season wins every individual award and team award that yeah. he could possibly win and get snubbed by Messi I don't understand the logic that went into picking Messi this year based off of a seven game stretch uh, yes it's the World Cup yes he was he was expected like oh last chance for him and Ronaldo Neymar yeah. or whatever all this and he came out on top in that debate but like the Messi Ronaldo debate shouldn't be what determines the World Cup, and I think honestly, the biggest issue I have is that they completely skipped over a year where they could have moved on from Ronaldo and Messi and brought it to Holland and Mbappe, Vinny, Jude, like all this stuff, and they've been creeping towards that, and then they just lost all yeah, of it by yeah, getting like to the Messi. Next generation of ballers, yeah, and yeah. it's and they're they they were put to a hold here in my opinion. Yeah, no, 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 like like I agree with that take. I think that's a great that's a great take. Like I I, I don't know I think. If you look at the NBA, and I'm just going to try to make a comparison here. You have LeBron in his last year. Obviously, he's all over the media. Everyone, what is LeBron doing right now? Yeah. You know, LeBron, KD, Steph, all these guys. Because it's like the old generation trying right. to like fan out. Basically. Exactly. So we're, they've done so much in their careers that we're going to be paying attention to them. The media's going to be paying attention to them every day. But the NBA focuses so much on guys like Luka, Tatum, Giannis, Jokic. And a Wemby now. Exactly. Yeah. The rookies, like, all, all these new guys. So every year in the NBA when there's a guy like Wemby or a guy like, you know, a next-generation player who, who pops out in the playoffs and then next year, it's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, a little interruption there. Uh, rarity. But, uh, no, no, what I was saying was literally, like, every year in the NBA based off of what teams and players do in the playoffs and rookies is it feels like there's a new there's new there's a new cycle right yeah. and to be fair to Messi and Ronaldo and like Xavi and Yesa all these guys they were at the top of the game you know that like I'm not I'm not like questioning that like they were like I've never seen two players in any sport like 15 20 years be at the be the two best players yeah. every single year and they still might be dude honestly like you could put them in teams and they could go be the best players but like it's time to move on. Is what I'm trying to say. You know that's fair. Like I feel like the thing in terms of like the like what we're seeing like even the NFL like we all know that like Patrick Mahomes is like the like this generation to go like the best player. Yeah. But like 
Yeah. They, they, they show love to literally every quarterback. Like, like see the NFL posting Will Levis going four touchdowns. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like each pro sport, like, they understand they have their great players, but the, but, the, but they fan them in and out when it's necessary. Right, exactly. I feel like soccer is in one sport where, like, like, like you said, like, if Holland wins the um, Ballon d'Or, his first one, now it goes, okay, when's Mbappe getting hit? Yeah. And then when we have that and those two being, like, exactly. the leader of the generation exactly. going on. So yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, I, that's the biggest problem I had with it. Honestly, I just think first of all, I think Holland should have won. But like you said, like he wins it, you know. Now it's like, oh, and by, like, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Like, and and you can make a case. In my opinion, this is I don't know if this is a bad take or not, but I think Mbappe should have been ahead of Messi as well. Hattrick in the World Cup, uh, Golden Boot in the World Cup. If you want to talk World Cup, and then he was obviously way better for club yeah, than yeah. Messi was. Let's talk about that 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 eighty fifth minute when Argentina when Argentina went what was like two one up or three two up. Three two, Mb- yeah. Mbappe just went out. I've never seen it like a player just turn a switch so quickly. Like that and was absolutely the videos insane. that came out from halftime and yeah. he, this guy's 20, 24, I think. Yeah, like, 23. Yeah. Like, like, he, he's still a kid. Like like he, he's still like a young young yeah. adult. I mean, I don't know. I, I was the only thing that I was I was happy about was to see Jude win a uh, young player because yeah, yeah. he's been nominated that, that, since he was like seventeen, yeah, which yeah. is wild. But, but yeah, I don't know. I think it was a little rigged, and I think honestly they might lose interest over the next couple of years yeah. when it comes to that stuff. But speaking about that, uh, we're gonna move on to the next generation on the podcast right now, and and we're gonna give uh, some players that we think is next up in that Messi Ronaldo kind of following debate. Yeah, for me. So, so give give a couple players combo. Give yeah, a couple players obviously, I'll, I'll, gonna, I'll, I'll show some <laughs> love to these guys, but I really have two that I'm really interested to see how they develop. But obviously, we all we 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 all know about the Jude Bellingham, Jude Bellingham of the world. He's right. 19 years old, still like he's only a year older than Tyler and I right now. Yeah, no, that's and, wild. And, and, and he's starting in the Real Madrid midfield, and he's been the best player in the world up to date. Yeah, and then Jamal Musiala, same thing. These guys are like one or two years older. Than oh, I forgot. I totally I. forgot about him. And they're just absolute like they're on a tear. So we're gonna show them some love, but we're talking. My, my first one is Lamina Mall. Lamina yeah. Mall, excuse me. This guy, like he's like a six, fifteen, sixteen-year-old Barcelona kid, mm-hmm. came up in the Barcelona academy, and now he's starting in the middle, scoring goals and like, assists for Xavi's team in Barcelona. No, like right you now. hear like Endrick and all these like guys that are his age, but they're like, you know, oh, he's coming in two years. Yeah, like, 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 he, like he's showing up. Like, <laughs> he's now. doing it right now, like out I, of nowhere. Like yeah. I think it's ridiculous to be fifteen, sixteen years old. This this guy probably doesn't even know what the Pythagorean theorem is. Yeah, he's still learning that in class <laughs> yeah. right now. Learning what a squared plus b squared equals, yeah. and he's over here assisting Robert Lewandowski, like being the maestro of that Barcelona midfield. In the camp I think, now, bro. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. The thing, the one thing I've always wondered about these like wonder kids is you're 16, so you're gonna be like your the next 20 years of your life is gonna be around football. Yeah, how will his body like? Stay oh, like 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 like. If you're talking about because it could like stay as a 16 year old. Yeah, you yeah, start yeah, like yeah. That, If like... you talk about Jude, he's been the guy since he was 17. So, so from so from 17 to 23, he's probably started at least three, four hundred games already. Like that's a lot of mileage yeah. on. Jude he was a Dortmund captain at 18. Yeah, like, like yeah, I think it's uh, but like yeah, Laminia Mall, like like he has what it takes. And then my second guy is with the, what you mentioned, the 16 year old striker Endrick. Yeah. I mean, we all know he was signed to Barcelona last year, but mm-hmm. they made a deal. But like he won't go to his 18. And like where he's turned up the Brazilian league at sixteen, so I think like Endrick and Laminia Mall are gonna be guys that like we see in the next couple of years like yeah. fan up. And the, the one thing I'll say that's always like obviously I played football and basketball in high school. Like I love soccer, but I never played soccer. Yeah. One of the things like I love for the sport, but I've never like never never had time to play. Sure. It was always during football or mm-hmm. that you know where I was always doing another sport. But the thing that fascinates me about soccer is like no matter where you are in the world, if you were good and you were talented, mm-hmm. somebody will find you. 
Yeah, no, that's no, the like, best like, thing like, too. Nick can be at like any age. Yeah, like if if you're an eight year old prodigy, an academy team will pick you up in England. Like like yeah. like one of my, um, one of my um, cousins play over in England. He he's on the Chelsea academy team. He's like seven eight years old. He's just a baller. Well, if he gets released, he'll like, probably turn into some star. Cause like if Chelsea never sold yeah. anyone, our, our starting eleven would guarantee. No, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Like the last story from my little cousin was. Remember, my dad was told me that like. He was, he was just playing in the regular like recreational leagues. Ended up being really good. A wow. Chelsea scout was at the game and saw him and picked him up to the youth team. But like now he's like on the eight U team. Yeah, they don't miss, they don't miss they like, don't miss talent. Yeah, like, like I think he lived in, like London or something too. So like that's insane, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> holy. Um, no, I think what I will say about that is like other sports, like especially in America, like uh, you have like a guy like Wemby, honestly, like who you don't get to see make his pro debut until he's a certain age. Yeah. I know it's still young, eighteen, nineteen, whatever. It's still young. Um, but but then like you see Yamal who started who had his debut for Barca at fifteen like right. like that's just wild like no matter how how old or young you are like you will get picked up yeah like talk about like Wayne Rooney scoring game winning goals in Premier League at fifteen sixteen years old yeah. like ridiculous no no yeah for sure um for me yeah those are the those are the couple guys I know Chelsea have a couple guys coming in like that like David Washington um couple Colombian guys and then you're, like goalie, you're like sixteen year old goalie or something Selena yeah yeah. He's yeah, he on the fire. Yeah. I've played against him before. Or I've seen him, but uh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah. But for for me, the goalie is uh is Lucas Chevalier from Lille. Okay. Let me put you on real quick. Okay, he's yeah. he's twenty one and he's market value compared to the next under twenty three goalkeeper, which I don't know who that is, is thirty five million dollars higher already. Yeah. So he's like on some like Donnarumma, yeah. Mike Mignon yeah. stuff, but like, this is a guy that I I just want to throw the name out there. And then I have a I have a defender, midfielder, and attacker. Endrick was my attacker. Um, and then for defenders, I think uh, Alejandro Balde from oh, yeah, from Barca, left back, uh, started multiple games, scored an unbelievable goal against Real Madrid last year. Uh, Saliba and Mark Gahey are the uh, other center backs that I have listed. But like the Prem. Can we talk about that a little bit? The yeah. Prem don't get these guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always Barca, like Bayern sometimes on the come up, but like the Prem released these guys. Yeah, yeah. It's very rare you see like 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 the, like the last one I can remember, like obviously Cole Palmer, but he had didn't really like he's still on the verge of breaking out. Yeah. And then Foden is the most recent one, but he's kinda had a down year. Yeah, like the Foden like, like, the, and the last one I remember, yeah. like as a Liverpool fan, like we had Trent, like, like Trent was Trent, seven, oh, yeah. Trent was seventeen years one, old yeah. starting fullback yeah, yeah. for Prime Liverpool. But like, like he was 18, 19 years old when yeah. he championed in the Premier League. No, if you make like an established under 24, 23 team in the world right now, like transfer the right back. So, yeah. I, I mean, like it goes back to like I, I don't know if this is right, but I'm pretty sure Ronaldo in two thousand eight was the last one to win a Ballon d'Or from the Prem. Yeah, 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 he's the last player. Yeah. So it, it's wild to see that the Prem's the best league in the world, but like they don't get the like the recognition from the players. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like like other leagues don't get you know as many games watched, but like you watch in the Champions League. Oh, I'm gonna watch Bayern so I can watch Musiala. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna watch Real Madrid so I can watch Jude. Like yeah. like the Prem don't get these players. It's kind of I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I thought about that today. Do you think it has some like kind of like viewer fatigue because they know the best in the league? Like like the best, that, 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 you know that the Prem's the best like yeah. league in the in the world. So like when it comes to Champions League or like the Euro competition, they want to see like other teams play. Yeah, like, I mean, I think I think there's a difference in in terms of fans. Like you have guys like us who want to watch the best players in the world regardless of the league, right? Yeah. Like we have our teams, our league, whatever, but then we want to watch guys like Jude and Mbappe and stuff. And to see them not come through the Prem is, is different. Uh, like, you wouldn't expect that, you know, as, like, a soccer fan, knowing the Prem's the best league. Yeah. But also, it's, it's like, 
they go underrated as well. Like you have guys like Bernardo Silva, who arguably has been the best midfielder in the world the last three years. Like that's arguable. Yeah. I'm not like saying that, but like he goes under the radar. Shovelosai, like Liverpool, yeah. under the radar, young player, but he's it's a prem tax. Yeah, like and I also do believe though in terms of like like uh, we're on top of, like young players like only coming out of like uh, Real Madrid or Barcelona. I feel like in terms of, like the Premier League too, going to like when we see, we see it all the time from big name players. Yeah. Like obviously, people would be fascinated. Oh, I want to play for Barcelona. I want to play for Real Madrid. But like, when you like, if you go to a Liverpool, you go to United, you go to a Chelsea. Like, you go like we've seen Wayne Rooney do it, Steve Gerrard, Frank Lampard. Um, like when you go to one of like a big six Liverpool, a big six Premier League uh, club. Yeah. Like you, you, and you're like you can become a legend, and the fans will like, absolutely adore you. Yeah. Like like I feel like most players nowadays they get caught up in like the, in like the big name of Real and Barcelona, but like they don't pan out. But like if like if you're like a really good player and you can succeed, like you will become more yeah. loved and become a legend at one of the top six prem clubs than as being just another great player that played at Real or Barcelona. No, yeah, I think, I think Saka is a perfect example of that right now. Yeah, the, the Arsenal fans yeah. love him. Like he's that guy for them, yes. and like I don't, he's one of those guys I don't see leaving. But yeah. he's in that conversation with like the Judes and the Mbappes yeah. and Hollands and stuff. But he doesn't get the recognition. I don't, I, I just don't understand it because like. Honestly, Trent is definitely the best like established young player yeah, that I can yeah, think of in the yeah, prem. Um, on like Reese James was in a like he's surpassed the people that have come into debates with him. Though. Yeah, like Wamba yeah. for a year yeah. was there, but because like, the thing about Trent, the, what I always tell you, the reason why like he's the best right back in the game isn't isn't just because like he's good himself. It's like he's the benchmark of how you compare right backs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like whenever like if like basketball, they're the good point guard. How do they stack, stack up against Steph Curry? Yeah. If it's an all time debate, how do they stack up against Jordan or LeBron? Like 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 if you are the benchmark of how people should play, that means that you yourself are like like, like you yeah. are like the yeah, like, yeah. you are the best at that position. No, I just. Think injuries are a huge thing as well. Yeah. Like yeah, Reece James, he's been so unfortunate, yeah. so unlucky, man. But like, I don't know. It's different. It's 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 weird to think about because you don't think about it that often until you just realize that you know, like, over fifteen years ago was the last Prem Ballon d'Or yeah. winner. But yeah. but we have Champions Leagues, all this stuff. I mean, every Vir- Virgil Van Dyke could have done it in eighteen, but then Messi. Right, I think Conte and Van Dyke are the only two. Well, like, De Bruyne, crazy. De Bruyne every year. Like, just 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 because I'm, I'm I'm gonna put a little Liverpool. A little, Bias out there. Okay, okay. The year Van Dyke came second, I think Mane finished fourth and Salah was like fifth or sixth. Yeah. They, like Liverpool had three guys in the yeah. top five of the Ballon d'Or. Absolutely ridiculous. And and Virgil Van Dyke lost it by a point. Who did he lose to? Was it Ronaldo or Messi? No, he lost, he lost to Messi by a point okay. as a defender. Yeah. Uh, that would have been it. If he would have won that Ballon d'Or. <sighs> no, I, I don't know. I just think that when there's a good. Real Madrid team or a good Barcelona team, the Prem just kind of gets overshadowed, yeah, yeah. which is weird because yeah, it's you don't weird, think weird. It. Yeah, um, I think it's just because Real Madrid and Barcelona, they have more success in the European tournament, which is why they get that extra push. Yeah, ahead. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I mean I don't know. It's it's weird to think about, but yeah, like the next generation is definitely coming outside of the Premier League. Yeah, like we've yet to see because like guys guys in the Premier League also don't break out right away. Yeah, which is weird. Like Jude Bellingham's broken out. Like they, obviously he's established. But, but like, like, and the thing is like when we're like. Growing up, like like in, in in our dad's era, that's all it was. Like Ray Rooney breaking out, Stephen Gerrard yeah, yeah, yeah. breaking out. Like 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 you, you like you would see it more often. Mm-hmm. So like I I don't know if like maybe like 
the focus is more on academy growth and things like that. But, like, I know for Liverpool, we have, like, outside of Trent, we have Curtis Jones from the academy and Harvey Elliott from the academy. But, like, Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones, they're never going to be, like, the best midfielder. They're, they're, right. they're, they're gonna be, their career is already, yeah, like, in Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're, 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 they're going to be solid guys that can put in a good shift when you need them to. Yeah. They're never going to be, like, this guy is the best player. No, you know what I mean? No, yeah. No, teams bring in, like, like our two teams are, like, huge examples. I think United's probably next um, and then Arsenal maybe. But, like, Chelsea's by far the number one of expectations for, yeah. for players, especially out of the academy, and like they come with price tags as well. But a guy like Jude Bellingham transfers to Real Madrid, obviously established. No one's putting any amount of pressure on him to like break out early. He has thirteen goals in twelve games, like yeah. or twelve and eleven or something like that. And then like a guy like Enzo Fernandez, supposed to be as good as Bellingham in the midfield, young midfielder comes in, and now it's like. You know, he's like, oh, like, I'm taking this X amount of players over him. Right yeah, now. yeah, like, yeah. Just, he he, he kind of, like, fallen out. And I feel like the thing, too, when you're a Real Madrid star That's or a Barcelona star, the media gives you more love than if you're, like, a Premier League star, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. It's why I think Caicedo's a, a victim of that as well. Mount was definitely like that. Him and Foden debates were, oh, were, were, bro, were, bro, were bro, solid bro. debates for a while. Mount, ugh. That guy. But like the like the last time I remember the media really pushing a Premier League player that's like, that was like worth like the that was an expensive transfer. Right? I remember like Jack Grealish. Remember when Jack Grealish yeah. went to City with that hundred mil, all the spotlight was on him. But like he had all yeah. the expectations in the world. And then he pl- played bad, and now yeah, like, like, they consider like he's back to being one of the best yeah. wingers in the Prem. But like they consider him like a mid a yeah. mid winger. But I don't know. It's it's crazy. But um, speaking of Prem, oh, I also wanted to shout out in Cuckoo by the way. Uh, for my next generation. I think he could be like the Neymar to Holland and Mbappe. Oh, I like that. I like that. I can get down with that. Um, speaking of Prem, though, let's get into a, let's get into a little uh, review of the week. Starting off with, uh, let's do our teams first. Okay. Liverpool. Give a little re- Liverpool wrap-up. 3-0 okay. against Nottingham Forest. Obviously, 3-0 th- against Nottingham Forest. I mean, I think this shows how back we are. Last season, we lost to Nottingham Forest 1-0. And then, then we go down, I think, 1-2. or two, And then we end up getting a draw. Like, like... These like teams like Nottingham Forest were teams we could not beat last year. We yeah. we struggled with them, and then now we're back. I mean, Darwin Nunes. How like I, I, I said it on the pod last week when when this guy like three three games in a row with the goal? three games in a row with the yeah. goal. The the one he scored last night in the Carabao Cup, absolute crazy yeah. top man. Like he's he the, the thing about Darwin Nunes is he's 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 the most like weird footballer I've ever met in my life. Like, like the goal last night. I sent you the clip. Yeah. Terrible first touch. Like, like, like that he first touch, all the way to the that side. first yeah. touch is illegal in all 50 states in this country. Yeah. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And then he gets the ball five seconds later on the edge of the box, curl or top bend and beat, beats the keeper. Like, he just doesn't, he, like, he doesn't make sense. And the thing, the thing, the thing that, and what that is for us Liverpool fans is like, we love it. Like, it's chaos. Right. Like, like, like the, only, the only word you can describe Darwin Nunes is absolute chaos, and I'm here for it. I love it. Like, I, I just think, I think he's the same player he was last year. His finishing just improved. Right, right. Like, like, which, is, which is a little, yeah. And, and, and that's a scary stuff because right. the, thing, like, the thing with Darwin Nunes is, like, he's a 6-2, like, Hispanic, Latin American, like, runs for the, he's a machine. Like, like I yeah. feel like the difference between, like, obviously, Holland's a goal-scoring machine. You know what I mean? You get the ball, he's, he's going to score. Yeah. But the thing with Nunes is, like, He's such a vicious and tenacious player that like once he once he once he can get his touch down, obviously we're seeing his finishing getting better. He can be like he can become like an all time great striker once he like yeah. like, like he has the qualities for it. 
But then obviously, you know, Mosala scores again. I think like he's been great. Showbiz Live finally gets two assists. Yeah, he's I, I, yeah, like, he's I good. think we're cooking. And I, I've seen more transfer news during the week that like we're um, the favorites to get Andre, like Andre Trinidad. He's the he's this like nineteen twenty year old center defensive mid from Brazil. One of the most oh yeah yeah one of the most, most wanted sixes. And once we get him. And Tiago's starting to come back healthy. We're gonna have depth we haven't had in a long time. I told, I say every. I, let's just my review on on Liverpool for the week is the same as it's been. You guys might mess around and win the league. Yeah. But 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 Combo did text me the other day and said I told you a successful season would be Europa League, a domestic cup, and yeah yeah no no, no but like like that's the expectation. Like obviously the one thing I say about Liverpool, like just looking at our, like entire history in the Premier League, we've always been a cup team. We're we're always the oh, team. Yeah. We're like we're always the team that's gonna win a trophy. And we a always lose or whatever it. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys always lose. I think the Carabao Cup. Like now, like looking at the last teams, I can't remember what I sent you, but like that we should win that, especially because you guys it's Chelsea versus Newcastle, and we play West Ham, and the rest are teams that we should absolutely win. Like like there's, there's no, two the, really bad teams. There's each no other. like it's like Port Vale and some yeah. other like yeah. third division side. There is no reason why Liverpool should not win the Carabao Cup this year. I think. In terms of Carabao Cup, because I know what happened yesterday. First of all, Chelsea were awful again. You know, they beat Blackburn 2-0. But uh, uh, I, I, we have to win that to make uh, Europa League, I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure on that, but that's what I heard. So I will, I'm going to stick with that. But, like, in terms of Carabao Cup, if you guys win that... I think that would be a successful season. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The bare minimum, honestly, Europa League's expected to be yeah, honest. Yeah, the, the bare minimum was the Europa League and one of the domestic cups. Solid season. We're back in the Champions League. We're fine again. Yeah. But obviously, if I had to choose between two, between Europa and Carabao or the Premier League, obviously the Prem. Yeah. The Prem, the, the Prem's the granddaddy. Like, like, if we can win the Prem. Yeah. That's where I feel like we should put our attention to. But, I mean, I don't know. We're happy to, happy to get back to winning ways. Yeah. You know I mean? Only problem for you guys is, like, if someone big, which will happen, gets knocked out of Europa League. Or yeah. gets knocked out of Champions League and falls I mean, Europa yeah, League, no, we'll probably be... I mean, we, we don't know what Sevilla do. They finished third on purpose to come in the, come in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, of course. I mean, but I'm not really scared of anybody, especially because, like, we're playing at our best and we get players coming back. We have depth. I mean, Gakpo's coming back. He's, he scored last night. Mm-hmm. I mean... Like once Luis Diaz's fame situation, gets yeah, that, oh yeah, that's it was terrible. Set, setting our prayers out to Luis Diaz family, yeah. all the people in Colombia. Hope that gets taken care of. Mm-hmm. But once we get back, like and we're we're, we're healthy right now. And then Jerome Quanza, I don't know if you know about him, young youngster center back. He was one man of the match last night in the Carabao Cup. Really? Like he's broken in the first team as like now I don't I don't want to say like the back like second string center back. He, was he there like, last year? I feel like I recognize. No, no, him. he was an academy kid last year. Okay. Yeah. And he he's breaking into the squad, 18, 19 years old. He he's like Virgil Van Dyke, built six three, like 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 strong center back. Okay. He he he's been whenever you know like our main two are Kanate and Van Dyke. Yeah. It's been whenever we have a cup game, it's matchup in Kwanzaa. He's been a baller. Interesting. Okay. So like I I think because remember we almost wanted to leave our Kobo from you guys, but then Jurgen Klopp, uh, we ended up not getting Kobo because Klopp wanted Kwanzaa and now Kwanzaa's been playing good. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't so, know. Yeah, yeah, I think the next thing for us get a holding midfielder um in January. Keep on winning. I mean, the best thing for us is to stay within the top three, top four, up until um, Christmas, and then the twenty fifth November, three weeks from now, is when we get the city game. That that'll be a great a game. huge game. I I think if we're if we are um with if we are within three, if we're either on top of on top of the Premier League or within two or three points after that game, yeah, we're serious about the league. Oh yeah! If you guys somehow manage to get something out of that game, it'll be it'll be a little it'll be crazy because that's after an international break, then right? Yeah, yeah, that's after that's yeah. after a break. So, no, I mean Liverpool is really good, and it's and it's 
And I kind of like him this year too. Every year, every year. How, how, how can you like like how can you not like like, us like this Liverpool year? like Liverpool every year like I like either because I know so many people that are Liverpool fans like I either hate them or like I don't mind. Them. Gonna, this year I don't I'm, mind. I'm, I'm gonna make you fall in love with Darwin Nunes, man. How can you not oh, like the guy? Uh, how, how can you? How how uh, can you? This guy had all the haters in the world last season. Everything he did, the fun fun stat. Whatever. Also, you guys made us look good too. So. <laughs> fun stat about Darwin this year, just because I absolutely hate Manchester United. Darwin Nunes has 14 goals and assists this season in club and country in total. Uh-huh. He has more goals and goals and assists himself than the entire striking armada for Manchester United combined. So that's 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 Holden, oh, they're, they're, that's Rashford, that's in Anthony, that's their entire striking force. They Darwin they might Nunes be in the worst situation I've ever seen in any oh, sport. They have an awful coach who needs to go. They have awful players, but if the coach goes, then no one wants to take over. Yeah. Who even takes over? Because well, I don't like, even know who's like out there. The stadium right United, you have Johnny Evans starting in center back. Like, right. Like I don't understand. Like he he benched Raphael Varane for for um, McGuire and Evans. And the thing I saw like the thing I saw already is like in terms of, like this coaching, whatever. Like United fans always say, oh, it's not the team he wants. Da 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 da. Ten Hag spent more money. In a year and a half, then Klopp yeah. spent his entire yeah. eight years at Liverpool. At some point, it has to be it has to be talked about the manager. I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know. Like it's they're 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 at a point they're at their point in the season. I think happens every year where they're hard to watch. Like yeah. I say that every yeah. year. Like, but for my team, we'll go to uh, we'll go to Chelsea real quick. Uh, really quickly, we suck two 0 to Brentford. <laughs> uh, last yeah, that was that was Ars- the Arsenal game was not on Pochettino. Oh, wait, this wait, game was. That yeah. was the first time Tyler Ashley woke up at four thirty to watch the game, guys. He was gravely disappointed. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot that was, about that. that. Was a, remember, because I always do when we win. But yeah, that, that was I forgot Tyler's. about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, last year obviously Chicago, you know, regular six thirty early. Yes. We're waking up, but here's four thirty. You know, so I woke up to watch that. Went back to bed after. Um, you know, Man, he sent me a text. You're like, bro, this is I'm never doing this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because why? Because I was. I, if you ask my dad too, last year he would wake up and watch the games, and I would I would be sleeping at six thirty because I'm not gonna wake up to watch yeah. us lose. And yeah. I'm like, what do you know? We tie and lose every time. And but, then, then you always see a snap for me. I'm up at four thirty, but we win. So yeah, it's like, it's like you know, like, let me. Check. And every time I'm like W, like you get to watch your team play well. But like this time, I this time I wake up early, and I watched a, a team where. We just coming off a draw against Arsenal, not on Pochettino at all. Really good yeah, tactics. We did great tall We were yeah. really excited yes. about you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I said the only thing that I was happy from the Arsenal game was I'm excited for Brentford now. Yeah, it was like you guys were building up. <laughs> and this game just comes to a complete halt, all on Pochettino, in my opinion. This Asi is playing right back. Reese James is healthy and is not playing, or he. I, I don't. I don't think he played. Uh, I I know this Asi was at right back. Hold on. Yeah, Desasi was at right back, Cucurello was at left back. So, I from the jump, you look at that and you say, why isn't Cucurello playing right back, Levi Colwell left back? And Because I, I, obviously I would change this with yeah. the bench, but if you're going with these four guys, Cucurello needs to be on the right, Desasi in the center, and Colwell on the left. Like, first of all, I don't know what he was out there doing. Desasi made awful runs as a right back. He's a great player, I love the guy. Yeah, he gets yeah really good center yeah. back. That's like playing Virgil Van Dyke at right back. Dude. The guy will have like it's Virgil Van Dyke, but like the guy like I'm I'm just saying like the guy will have no idea what he's doing. Yeah. Mad Wake was uh first start of the season, I believe, in the Prem. Uh he was awful, but that's all because of Disassi and then and then a bad Sterling game. Like a Sterling's at the point where I say, Oh, it's a good Sterling game or a bad Sterling game. And then Nico Jackson, man. You were so high on him to start the season, yep. dude. You were so high on Jackson. I, I was high on him. 
I was I was high on him coming into the season. I watched the first game and and my dad was like all this stuff about how oh like he's great on the ball, great with the runs, but he's Timo Werner part two, but he's worse. Like, <laughs> like it might be because he's scared. Because my dad thinks it's, it's he's scared because of his injury, like to his hand. Oh, okay. Like, well, that's a hand injury. Right, exactly. But like he's a little conservative. Yeah. Um, this guy comes in like, and he just makes runs wide. He doesn't make runs down the middle. Yeah. And to be fair to him, his thing is is like a tap in type of a guy, like Holland. Like I know he's quick, good on the ball. Like so if he wants to be in the right, in the right yeah. spot at the yeah. Right and he was once, and he put it over the bar. That was to go up one zero. But uh, uh, Madweke and Sterling didn't get to the byline. They would cut inside every time, and that eliminated him from this game. So I'm not judging him too much, but he wasn't great. Caicedo had a very bad game. Uh, and then yeah, Cole Palmer yeah, was talking fine. Talking about a guy like, who like kind of like, it was the biggest summer transfer scandal like like or like not scandal but like that's entertainment Rafinha, man. like yeah it was Casado I mean one fifth Casado excuse me between us and you guys and he had all the spotlight and now because you got their bad he's kind of looked like kind of been forgotten. Yeah no people are people are like saying he sucks or whatever. I think he's good. I think I, he do you think do you think he's not getting as much praise because the team's bad or because his performance is bad? Uh, it's a little bit of both because he didn't start well. Um, and then he like had a drop off in, in a run of games, and then was good against Arsenal and was fine in this game. But people are calling him bad. I don't like that just yet because I think he's had enough good performances where you can't say that yet. Mm-hmm. But I will, what I will say is in this Chelsea team, this is the third year in a row of the midfield being a serious competition because Lavia is not even healthy. Yeah, Anguichek was brilliant. Like he played really well yesterday. I really liked the guy, eighteen uh, year old French, huge box to box midfielder. So his job is in jeopardy that's what I'll say about Caicedo if he doesn't pick up the performances which is why that's a hot take for a 115 million dollar player like. no I know but like he is miles above all the guys that just yeah, named at, like at his best issue yeah. at the moment yeah and I hope he I hope he figures it out I hope uh, Lavia gets healthy and I hope I get my ideal lineup which is my dream man yeah, it's my dream I, I think the thing about like United and Chelsea is that like you guys have like like on paper like your lineups like you you should win like like you should be winning. No, I mean the but, like, only just, thing. Like, I don't know if it's just like the coaching or like the gelling, but like it's like a missing like like it's like you have a puzzle and 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 everything put together but the middle piece. Yeah, no, for me, I think it's the on, the the one time I think this year I'll lose my mind is if we have, uh, Petrovic in net, which I think he should be starting. Robert Sanchez another awful game, man. How we we let up a hockey empty net goal. And I forget who was announcing the game. Uh, it was one of my favorite guys. I forget what his name is, but they're like that. Yeah, they that was like it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't one of the main guys. Okay. It was like it was like some of the underrated guys that I like. But like they're like, oh, like this is an embarrassment to the club. Like you should not be letting up a goal like that. Like you never see that happen. Yeah. Like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like they they let up a goal in the like 88th minute. And Robert Sanchez came up for a corner, and they just like let him walk into the right. net. Like that's like you never see yeah. that, dude. And that's just an embarrassment. So I think. My if the only time I'll ever be mad, like I'll lose my mind to Chelsea and like consider my fandom for them, <laughs> is if Petrovic starts, Reese James starts, Chilwell starts, Desasi and Cole will start, uh, Caicedo, Enzo, and Nkunku in the midfield, Jackson, Mudrick, and and Cole Palmer. That that's your ideal, like your ideal of starting eleven. Yes. Okay. I will lose my mind if we somehow manage to get that lineup by December and are still doing this. Like that's what I'll lose my and even if Nkuku's out. Well, what I'm excited for for what? Liverpool. I'm excited for Thiago to get healthy. Like, I'm the biggest like, Thiago hater of bro, all time. Bro, I I'm just saying imagine a midfield of Thiago being the holding guy, Maka and Show with Live. 
I'm the biggest Tiago hater of all time because yes, yes. I think he went from Champions League final player of the game well, the, the, to he, not being very good for Liverpool. No, look, the thing with the thing with Tiago, he's had serious injuries to be yeah, fair. Yeah, like, like like when 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 he's healthy, like he, he's a great player. It's just that he can't stay fit, and it's the most annoying. Like, it's let's let's say like we play. 50, 60 games a year on average is what we normally play. Mm-hmm. He's probably healthy for 20 of them. Mm-hmm. And in those 20 games, brilliant. One of the best passes, but when he's when he's out, it's like, you know, yeah. like, like he hasn't played since April. I, I Like, to be honest, like, the thing is, us Liverpool fans, we don't even know what the injury is at this point. Like, he hasn't been healthy in seven, like, he hasn't played in seven months. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes and, and, and Kirby right now. Right. Like, I just, he just can't stay fit. It's, 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 it's the same it's with Reese James. Dude. Like, like there's there's a there's like a two week injury that he's out for a month for. Yeah, it's it's just... like cover him in styrofoam when he's running or something. Or you can put bubble wrap on yeah, him. Yeah. I don't know. No, I I don't know. I just think Chelsea's in a complete shambles when it comes to the prem. They play. They got to win the Carabao Cup. And Juan is starting to look good. Ryan Gravenberg. Yeah, he, I need to watch he, you guys. He's, he's been putting in some solid shifts in that left center, in that left midfield. I think. Yeah, he's a guy I li- I really like. One one who's unlucky though, I feel like Curtis Jones got lucky because he was the starter for most of the year, but then could have been suspended. Well, he's not good enough. He missed three games yeah. and then Gravenberg's taking full advantage of it. Yeah, well, I don't think he's good enough. I don't think Harvey Elliott's good enough either. Yeah, I think that they're, they're, they're squad players. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, I, like my, I don't have any expectations for them in the next four right. or five years. Yeah. Um. Let's get into a. Uh, Prem team of the week though. This is the first time we'll, we'll probably we'll maybe do this every week. It yeah. might be a bit much, but yeah, we'll probably do this every week. So first one, uh, the year. Give me. Uh, I'll let you go first. Combo. Yeah, I'll do my back end. Obviously, goalkeeper Allison. I think it's simple, clean sheet. I mean, but barely had any work to do because Forrest didn't really have any type of attacking sense. Oh. But I mean, if you're a goalie, you get a clean sheet. I mean, you could have put you could have put Ederson up there if you wanted to. It's not. It's, it wasn't really like. It's one of the. It's not really like a wild decision. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Center back. I went with Diaz and Van Dyke. I mean, I think we're seeing Van Dyke back to his peak. Like the thing with Van Dyke, we're we're never gonna see that peak again. That's the greatest peak of any center back ever. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But like, but like he's still one of the Saliba, Diaz, Van Dyke, the three best Premier yeah. League center backs right now. Yeah. Um, right back. I told you I made made some changes. I went Kyle Walker at right back. Really? Yeah. I, I think Kyle Walker had a solid game against United. I mean. Right what a non-competition that game yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. The Manchester Derby is supposed to be exciting. Now it's just like, okay, yeah. you know, Holland's going to score. Like, I even had the game on, too. I was watching, and I was like, like literally, as soon as I turned into the game, Holland scored. I was like, all right, like, yeah. like now I'm turning this off. Yeah. And then and then left back. And I went with Coach Simicott. I think he I think he had a solid game for us. At really? Back. The, the one thing, the one interesting thing, like, in football, and like, world football, we always hear about great, great goalies, great young defenders, right backs, midfielders, attackers. The left back position is kind of like, like we don't have a lot of like like guys you can say like that guy's a solid left back. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like if you're talking if you're talking at the Premier League, I mean, what can we say besides Robertson, Luke Shaw when he's healthy? But Luke Shaw is always nice. Not really injuries too. Chilwell's like, in there, like yeah. Although there's not really any like dominant well, like, like left backs in like City have just forgotten on. about that. Position. Yeah, they, they, they're, they they're, they're putting Jasko Gavrado or yeah. Ock, they're, they're, Pep's now using center backs to play left yeah, back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that that was my back line. So I went Allison, Diaz, Van Dyke, Walker, Simicus. So okay. that was my back line. So my back line is a uh, is a uh, completely random dude. Oh okay, yeah, let's see. I did so I did a little bit of research. James Tradford's in that twenty one year old goalkeeper from Burnley. Okay. Might be twenty two. This guy's like apparently he's up next. Whatever I've seen a lot of stuff about him. Uh, and he had a good game. I think it was they tied someone. They lost to a Bournemouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. But for me, uh, left back is Aaron Hickey from Brentford. Okay. Uh, just because I watched him a lot. 
he played left wing back in this game, I think, or maybe left mid. But uh, the announcer said he usually plays left back. Uh, completely dominated that side. Uh, Madweke was up against him, like I said earlier. Madweke and Disasi were on his side, and they were awful, both of them. So got to give it to Aaron Hickey there. And uh, my my other my other second center back is a uh, Pinnock, dude. Oh, <laughs> did, did did he have you guys in his pocket over the weekend? He scored. He scored. He scored. I think the first goal off a corner kick, and uh, is the reason Nico Jackson was out of the game. I think. This is took him completely out the game. No idea what his first name is. I just remember his name is Pinnock, dude. Right. Plays for Brentford. Scored a goal and uh, completely took a couple guys out of the game. My center back is Saliba. Another, the yeah. other center back Saliba, five nil against uh, yeah, yeah, against yeah. Sheffield, whatever. And then my right back is uh, Nathan Pe- Peterson from uh, Everton, twenty two year old. Uh, England or I think he's uh, I think he's Scottish he's gotten called up a couple of times uh, he's he's really quick as well I think we could we could, we could see him uh, get a big transfer in January or the summer um, and then let's let's go into midfield yeah um, for me like I, I went I with a different type of lineup I went with 4 2 four, so I only have two midfielders I like that but my two midfielders gotta be Dominic Silva's like two assists yeah. I mean obviously like this, this guy how many times have I said it since I've been on the, I've been on the podcast absolute baller yeah I mean, he is. like that the way like so there's certain players like I, you you play soccer so you know this like certain players know like the ins and outs of the ball well, and, he, and, is, and, 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 and like like which spots to strike the ball yeah and where and like the like, like total control of like the game the move like he just is he more of an eight or a ten I haven't watched him I, I, I he's, he's more of a ten he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's okay. more he's more of a getting four that's why you want McAllister to move up yeah that's what yeah that's, 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 that's what that's why the whole point is to have like both of those guys kind of like getting up and creating like in creating yeah, space okay, more. Okay. And then the other guy is Bernardo Silver. I mean, how many yeah. times does Pep say this guy's like the, the best? like he can play can play forward, play midfield? Bernardo Silver, he's been he's been this absolute baller. But just just a great player. Yeah. I mean, like Su- super underrated. Yeah, really underrated. Yeah. That was my that was my midfield too. And then yeah. um, so I have, I have three guys. One of them Shobosly, um, and I went with Phil Foden. Played really good against United. I, I put him as my ten, okay. just because like I know he played in the wing, whatever. Yeah. But I, I consider him a midfielder. Um, and then Pepe Sar from Tottenham, dude. This guy's uh, this guy's really good. He's twenty. I didn't know he was twenty one. Uh, has been a constant starter since last year for them. I think I think they got him last January because I don't think he was there in the beginning. But he's he played a lot last year and he's come in. And he's been. Uh, I think he started every game behind Madison in that midfield. So he's my uh, he's my third midfielder. But yeah, Shobo slides a. Uh, as a star, and I, I, and he didn't play against Chelsea, I don't think. Um, but I'm excited to watch a lot of him yeah. this year because he's a, he is an exciting player, especially Liverpool after January. I think is going to look completely different than how they look right now. Yeah, because I mean, we feel like like now the reporters say we do we, we finally do have our six. And out of out, like after time, I want you to watch this guy's highlights. So basically, his name's Andre Trinidad, 19 year old, um, Brazilian player. He played for Fluminense in the Brazilian league. What I'm gonna tell you, he's a Darwin Nunes. Imagine Darwin like like that tenacity, that flair, that like aggression, uh-huh. but as, but like as a midfielder, like okay. as a six. This guy does not give up. Where's right? he from? Uh, Brazil. He he, okay. he he does not care at all about getting forward and scoring goals. Yeah. That's that's not his fun. His fun is challenging for the ball, winning headers, clean tackles. So he's like, gonna come in uh, and replace Fabinho, basically. Oh yeah, that's, that's like for, for Fabinho regions, but good. times like ten and nineteen, like this guy. And, and and like I said, once we get him, once we're like the thing is like we already have so many attack minded players. Right. We just we just we just need that spine. The, yeah. That spine of Van Dyke, Kanate, a Fabino esque like like really good 
defensive end yeah. and we're good. No, yeah, I think, yeah. Like I said, I think you guys are going to look completely different after January. But, no, show us why really good. Um, for front three, you want to give your front three or four? Oh, three? I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll go with my four. So what I'm doing is I put Darwin Nunes on the left wing because he can play. He can play all Yeah, no, I think that's striker. his best position. Yeah. So so we put Darwin Nunes on the left. I mean, obviously he scored again. This guy's three, three straight games with yeah. a goal. He, he, he's, he's gaining confidence week in, week out. I think I think I think another underrated aspect to why he's playing so much better this year is for Uruguay, Marcelo uh, I can't remember his name, Marcelo Bicella, I can't how to say his last Bielsa. name. Bielsa. Bielsa. He's now the Uruguayan national team coach. Uh-huh. And so I think that's been really underrated because he's always talking to Doran. He's always giving. Um, I think reports are saying that like he spent like every international yeah. break, he spends time with Darwin working on finishing, yeah. watching watching game clips, teaching him to be better, and he's learning under Luis Suarez as well. He's yeah. been, he's been no, he's a prime legend. So like so like yeah like like Marcelo Bielsa has been great. It's been yeah. love, man. And a striker got to go to Eddie and Kedia. Scored, yeah, scored a hat trick on the weekend. And then obviously Erling Haaland another great game. So yeah. he's, he's, those are my two strikers, and obviously on the wing I go with Mosalov. Back to another goal. I think it's what 14, 14 straight games in the Premier League with a goal or an assist. Uh-huh. Absolute tear. I mean, what else can we say about that? Yeah. No, fair enough. I got, I got. Uh, I guess my lineup would be a four, four four two. I guess, and then I'm gonna have Diaby on the right. Bowden on the right. left. Musa Diaby, he's been yeah, great. Yeah, he's brilliant. He was good before he came to Villa. Yeah, he's super he, he, underrated came signing. Came from like Bayern Leverkusen. Yeah, I think. super yeah. underrated signing. Um, and then yeah, and then my two strikers are Nketiah and Holland. Nketiah, this is what you want to see from him if you're an Arsenal fan, because over the last year or so, like he's a guy where he will only perform if he gets chances. Yeah. Like if he gets a consistent run of games, like he might be good. But yeah. if he's coming in and out for Jesus or whoever, uh, he's not gonna be good. Like he's yeah. gonna be like really bad actually. But now he gets a chance against a bad, uh, against a bad Sheffield team, I believe, and then he scored a hat trick. So it's yeah. like, it's like, all right. And then uh, Holland obviously carried them in the Manchester Derby. Has to be then. Um, but yeah, that'll wrap it up for the, that segment. And then let's uh, let's finish this off with a player of the week, and then we'll do a disappointing player and disappointing team. Yeah. Player of the week, I want Eddie and Ketia. Yeah, hat trick showing him love yeah. and that's simple. Yeah, I think it, were you the same same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. a disappointing team. I think we'll be the same here. I think it's got to be Chelsea. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. I think like we were we like if if, if if this was a weekly thing, it would be okay. They were bad again. You know, they're not disappointing. Yeah, yeah. no, like for the people that too that that really listen to each part every week we go out. We were so high on Chelsea last week. We were so we were. excited. We were. Great draw against Arsenal. So like 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 now you Brentford. You, you guys had a fav- a favorable run of games. They like get some form going. Then you lose two zero to Brentford at home. Like like at like that's even, I didn't not even know it was at home. Like, yeah, at, at the bridge. Yeah, that's even more disappointing. Yeah, I think I mean. And we have the same for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, we talked about it. I think a month and when the season first started of the marriage, we think we'd be on the hot seat. Like right now. Like, first of all, we were right. We were exactly right. I th- right now I think Ten Hag sees a little a little a little hotter than Pochettino. Yeah. Because I mean we all know how quick the Manchester United fans in in are in Glazer and the ownership are in yeah, yeah. um fiery man. No, he's gone by Christmas, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I think like the day of like December eighteenth is what they what they put the, the yeah, yeah, calendars. Yeah. But I think like what 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 I said with you last week is growing pains, man. It makes zero sense. It sucks, but like I, th- I truly think Pochettino's a solid enough coach that like he can get y'all back to contention. You just need to be patient with it. I but we're back to like we're back to like a great performance against Arsenal. But then in the beginning of the season, what happened? Great performance against Liverpool. Oh, like we're, yeah. we might do something this year, whatever. Was that one? It was one one, right? Yeah. Because I know Luis yeah. Diaz scored every time we play off the tie. Yeah, I don't. It's actually wild. Um, 
And then after that, we we lost three straight games. I think one of them was in like the FA Cup or something, and it was like Forest. Uh, I can't remember who it was. It was Forest was one of them. Burnley might have been another one, but we lost three straight games to awful teams, dude. Really bad teams. Um, and then we go and we. We we should have beat Arsenal if we're being honest, and then we go lose two 0 to Brentford at home, and I'm really scared for Tottenham on Monday. Dude. Oh, really scared for Tottenham on Monday. That that, that could either be a game you guys win or you guys get absolutely battered. There's no in between. It's a huge title game as well. Yeah, like like you're like like, like, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm hoping yeah. you guys win. Like, no, I'm, you and like, David have said that already. Like, uh, like Arsenal, I'm hoping y'all can get a result like, for us for us fans. Like, but that's also I think is the best part about the Premier League is like, like even though we're rival teams, whenever we play, whenever the two basics. Um, matchups happening like the rivalry teams are kind of rooting for right. like someone someone to drop a point no cause and, like as a Liverpool fan you look at Tottenham schedule like, oh like Chelsea you know maybe yeah, something like, happens, like, but we're that bad where you might not think yeah the that. last five years we're always, we're always watching games to see if City lose or not you know right I mean? exactly so, um yeah I, I don't know like obviously by far my disappointing team uh do you have a player most disappointed from this weekend um I don't really have a player I only want the team yeah I just went with Chelsea because yeah. you know. No, I mean, yeah, you could choose any player. For me, I chose Mad Wake. No, no bias at all in my disappoint disappointments of the week at all. But uh, no, Mad Wake was awful. First start has a chance against a terrible Brentford team. They're not terrible. I'm sorry, they're not terrible, yeah, they're, but they're still bottom half. They're a solid mid table bottom end. Yeah. bottom end squad. I mean, they've yeah. been they've been up for the last three years now. No, no, they're they've been good. They're wor- definitely the worst of the. Of, and like, and this is without Ivan Tony too. The, like, like, no, the, I know. He, he's been know. gone. So. And then Mad Wake comes in, gets his chance against a team he should be performing again in front of the home fans. And uh, I'm the biggest Mad Wake fan as well, dude. <laughs> like, if you ask me ideal ideal lineup before the season, I would have said uh, Cole Palmer at ten and Cuckoo as a as like a false nine and mm-hmm. Mad Wake and Ludrick on the wings. But he was he was so bad this weekend. Yeah. I couldn't put Dissassi on here because he was at right back. Yeah. But Mad Wake was awful, man. So score prediction before we close that Spurs. Uh, first of all, let me check where it is real quick. Uh, I don't know. This is gonna depend on what I what I what I'm gonna say here. Well, I'll go with us. We 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 play Lou in town this weekend. I'm not worried. We we, we should win three four zero. I'm expecting a big result. I mean, whenever whenever we get into race, the goal difference matters. So I'm I'm hoping we can batter them and get three four goals. Call it a day. It should be an easy win versus us. Yeah, I got Luton. I got Luton. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Tottenham, Chelsea is at Tottenham on Monday at 1 p.m. Probably the weirdest time of the year. I don't understand, like, Tottenham fans are getting disrespected this year. They've played on, this will be their second Monday, and they've played on a Friday as well. So that's kind of unusual. This is the biggest game I've ever seen on a Monday, by the way. I've never seen a top six matchup, I don't think, on a Monday. Yeah. Like, it's a little weird. Um, score prediction, 3-1 Tottenham. Three yeah. one, then you yeah, you you're move. betting against your boys hard. Yeah, let's move on. No shot, then no, 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 no shot. No shot at all. No zero confidence. Zero confidence. Zero hope. I I hope they win as we can come back to this. What do week. I want to see? I want to see Enzo start. I want to see Mudrik maybe get the goal of the three one, uh, and then uh, yeah, don't don't uh, expect me to make my city prediction because that's what we'll be talking about next week. Ooh, okay. <laughs> But uh, no, that I think that'll wrap it up here. Do you have a score? What's your score prediction for that game? For, uh, Chelsea. Yeah. Um. Two one Chelsea. Really. Two one Chelsea. Mm. What's crazy about me too is I picked us against Arsenal and it almost hit. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going two one Chelsea. I don't know. I feel like Tottenham. 
Like, like they could barely beat a, a nine-man Liverpool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's, like, a nine-man Liverpool is, like, the best Chelsea score you can get. They drew Arsenal. It's the best Chelsea score you can get. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> However, however, I, no, nah, I think you guys get it done. I, I think you, you guys, you guys, like, give them a real, like, a real shock. You know, I, I don't think it's a shock. I think Chelsea are a good team. We'll say if we beat it them, no like, matter if they're still in the top three, people will say they suck. Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of seeing Tottenham like look good. But uh, bring him back down to earth, please. Do I do I want to win this game even? Because if we do, like, I'm gonna be going into the city game like, oh, like they're in trouble. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know. I think we lose. I think we lose, but. Combo thinks we would, so, yeah, so I appreciate that. But uh, no, that'll wrap it up for this episode of uh, what, we gotta come up with a name for this like weekly uh, prem pod here on Petty Spot. But uh, Combo, thank you for uh, thank you for coming on once again. Um, in terms of uh, future content, we got uh, this show first Sunday, CFB Mondays next uh, next Monday, and then uh, shout out David Young, man. He's got two podcasts going right now. CBB yeah. will be back uh, next Tuesday with me probably. Uh, just started it on on Tuesday and then he has his NBA pod um, which I'm sure Combo will be on at some yeah. point but uh, but yeah thank you for tuning in this episode and uh, we'll catch you guys next yeah, time see you all next week